Kyle, that is such a great call. Romance is important. It is. DarbyCast, welcome back, everyone. Took a couple days off, you know? Had to enjoy Valentine's Day. Not just me, but Kyle. Kyle is doing his best to find love in this crazy world. In a crazy world, it is in the love department. Yeah. You're fighting an uphill battle, Kyle. You are fighting an uphill battle. It's going to be hard for you to find the kind of gal that you want, Kyle. One who isn't hell-bent on wearing pantsuits and putting off having children until she's 47. That seems to be a thing. This is an unpopular take, but ladies, your biology is a little bit more of a pressing issue when it comes to starting a family. Boy, is this what we're going to get into today? We'll see. Pregnancy issues. Seems to be a lot of them these days. And yet, chicks are still cheering in the streets for abortion. You just have like seven abortions in your 20s. And then you hit 30 and you're like, I want to have kids now. My illustrious career as an HR rep for Colgate is coming to a close. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to have babies. And then you got guys like Kyle who are saying, you're old news, babe. You are a wretched harpy, angry at the world, who slammed a lot of strangers. You have a huge body count. Katrina, no thanks. Hard pass. I'm going to go for a gal who's a little bit younger and has her priorities straightened out. Ladies, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice in the dating world. If you're still going out to the club and getting shit-faced after you're 23, you're probably going to struggle to raise a family. And people are saying, why 23? And that's just going to be the number I throw out. And I think it's so brazenly accurate that a lot of people just may have thrown up in their mouths. Boy, is that right? That's what you did. As a Darby cast doctor, you're like, wow. I know a chick who was dressed inappropriately and going to the club all the time, all the time, even at age 25, and she turned out not so great when she hit 30. Boy, did she age like milk. Yeah. Kyle has this saying, well, I have the saying too, where sometimes we'll be out with our friends and they'll maybe see a gal who's in her early 30s, who actually looks okay. They're like, wow, look at that. And I just turn to those guys and I say, that milk's getting a little sour. Yuck. And they say, oh, come on, man. I say, no, wrong. No, 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 not come on, man. Let's be honest with ourselves. You start dating a gal after 28, and that is going to really rush the pace of your relationship. You know, back in the day, relationships used to be a little bit different, or so I'm told. I grew up in this nightmare scenario of app dating and social media quests for fame. Let me tell you some red flags. And I'm an equal opportunity offender. So for those of you Darby Cast doctors who are still in the dating game and you're looking for love, 
let me tell you red flags. I'll give you red flags if you're a dude, and I'll also give you red flags if you're a lady. Okay? That way, everybody can find love. Because that's important. Finding love. And there's some jaded people out there who says, oh, love doesn't exist. And it's like, get out. Okay? Why don't you just sub yourself out of the game? Fake an injury or something and just get out. Love is not dead, but it's hiding. And finding a great person to support you in your goals, personal goals, professional goals, whatever they may be, it's a bit of a challenge. Minds right now are warped. They are stuck in a wormhole of madness fueled by memes and poorly written articles about Well, just about everything. So many gals out there are like, oh, I wish I had a man in my life like Joe Biden or Fauci. Just want a sexy guy who knows what's up. And I'm going to tell you right now, interesting call out. Let's see how that pans out for you. I have so many thoughts on this subject. And it's not just for you, the Darby Cast doctors. I've been trying to instruct Kyle for the longest time to get his act together and say, no, Kyle, you idiot. Don't date a girl who hates her dad. That is setting yourself up for a really bad time. Some of you are asking, but what about a chick who hates her mom? And I say, yeah, that's not very good either, but you got something better to work with than a chick who hates her dad. Goodness gracious. Talk about a relationship doomed from the start. Kyle, I'm going to tell him, Kyle, I'm going to tell him about your past relationship blunders, Kyle thought he could be a Mr. Fix-It, Bob the Builder of Relationships of Love. And that's not how it works. Kyle, damaged goods. You dated a couple gals who were 32, whose dads used to call them mudface and garbage day. Do you remember that girl, Kyle? The one you dated? The one whose dad used to call her garbage day? What the hell was that about? He didn't take ownership for his role in her being a run-of-the-mill waste management fiasco. But you didn't have to take responsibility for that either. That is not your problem, Kyle. That is not your project. Get away from it. Okay, so let's go through the warning flags for dudes first. She hates her dad. Get the hell out of there ASAP. She's over the age of 28. You're probably going to want to get out of there as well. And it's not that these Gals over 28 are all raging train wrecks. It's just that the chances of them being a Thomas the Tank Engine level snuff film of a train wreck goes up exponentially after 28. So if you're willing to go against the odds, by all means, guys, date gals over 28. Chances are, I'm going to tell you about this train situation. Okay. A, they may have had a train run on them. That's bad news. You can thank maybe porn producers for that or something, or I don't know who you can thank for that. Lack of father figure, the pornification of everything, sexualization. So that's one piece of it. Also talk about the Gobi Desert, right? In terms of fertility. It's not there. 
It's just not a bunch of prickly pears and cacti in that womb, right? This is so unpopular. And you got to feel bad for these gals too, right? So I'm in my early 30s and I look around at gals my age and about half of them are horribly unhappy and not in relationships. They got duped, just hook, line, and sinker. They were told, wear the power suit, Katrina, put off having a family until your reproductive system looks like the Sahara. Totally barren. Just dust storms going off in there. A lot of chicks bought that. They were watching too many episodes of Will and Grace. They thought they could just be friends with a pair of guys doing what they were doing, and they could just say, hey, I'll just wear the pantsuit and be a pro. And then they wake up one morning, and they're like, boy, have I aged poorly. They look at themselves in the mirror, and they say, wow, I used to be milk, but now I'm cheese. And it's like, yeah, that kind of happened. Life isn't a sitcom with a laugh track. And while I'm on that subject, how terrible are people who watch sitcoms with laugh tracks called the hell out? I haven't done that yet on the Darby cast. I haven't zeroed in laser focus on laugh track people. But guys and gals, let me tell you, if you're on a first date, you ask somebody, what's your favorite show? And they mention something with a laugh track, you know they are a non-thinking meat robot who has no original thoughts and can't figure out when to laugh on their own. And that is a recipe for a train yard mayhem fest. That's right. Train wreck people, meat robots. Coin that phrase. Kyle, could you write that down in the notes section? Meat robots? That's what these people are. You want to avoid them at all costs. People who like shows with laugh tracks, who bought into whatever the hell American culture got warped into being, hellscape of vapid, self-interested, and self-righteous demon folk. That's what it turned into. And that's a big part of the laugh track scene. Okay, so let's go back to red flags for you guys. Other red flags. She drinks a lot. Get the hell out of there. Other red flags. Does drugs. Get out of there. Other red flags. She smokes way too much pot. Listen, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I used to dabble in the devil's lettuce from time to time. A little bit of that jazz cabbage. But then I kind of started paying attention. Happened to me about, eh, well, 28 years old. And people are saying, wait a second. 28, that was a number you said about ladies. How's that different from you? I'm telling you, that's biology for you. Guys can buy themselves a little bit more time because their little swimmers are cruising around for a lot longer than chicks are plopping out viable eggs. Yeah, just a little biology class for you in the dating scene. What other things are raging red flags? When they say, I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. You're going to want to run from that. You're really going to want to run from that just immediately. Some chick opens up like, yeah, I love Ross from Friends. And 
I'm pretty spiritual. I go to yoga four times a week. And it's like, you are a mental time bomb waiting to go off. I don't need my life imploded. So I'm going to run from you. If they have over 500 followers on Instagram, guys, scram. Get the hell out of there immediately. Just ask them. Just like, how many followers do you have on Instagram? You trying to build that following? Yeah, I'm out. I am 100% out. A lot of gals right now listening to this are like, whoa, hey, you're going a little too hard on our peers because none of the gals listening to the Darby cast are the way that I'm describing. They're either in relationships or they're like, I know what I have to do to have a happy, fulfilling life. And it's certainly not work in HR for Colgate. No, I don't think that's going to give me long-term happiness and success. And to that, I say bravo. Great for identifying that before you hit 28. And if you're like 28 years old and you're working for Colgate, you hand in your letter of resignation. Today, you walk up to your boss, Natasha Desert Snatch. You walk up to her and you say, I got to get the hell out of here. I'm taking a hard look at you. I listened to a podcast. It shed some light on some things. And uh, Miss Desert Snatch, you seem really unhappy. And then Miss Desert Snatch is going to be like, no, I love my life. I have such a fulfilling life. And it's like, how many cats do you own, lady? 15? Yeah, that's what I thought. As you pick up some milk on the way home. And when you look at that milk, Miss Desert Snatch, why don't you just be like, wow, this thing has an expiration date. Much like myself. Wow. What a call out. Guys, more red flags. If they've ever been engaged or married or have a child, get out. And again, these are not totally set in stone, but they pretty much are. If you are trying to push the boulder of love up a hill, the hill gets a lot steeper when you violate any of these maxims, right? The female Darby cast doctors right now, they're listening to this and they're saying, well, what do I tell my friends? How can I tell them about red flags for dudes? Okay, let's go for it. Ladies, ask the dude if he can name three porn stars. If he can, it's over. Run. Ask the dude, does he have any hobbies that are not digital? Or ask him what his hobbies are digitally. If video games comes up and he is over the age of 24 years old, run. Get the hell out of there immediately. Kyle, did I even finish the point about I'm spiritual, not religious? Do yoga four times a week? Western yoga? Can we poke a little fun at that for a second? What a joke that is. Just a bunch of hussies dressed up in tight pants that give them a butt lift, and they think that that is somehow a surrogate for community and salvation, forgiveness from the Lord. It's just not. Okay, but moving on. More red flags for ladies in the dating scene. Because, listen, Valentine's Day just happened. I saw a lot of posts on social media as I went on there for my customary once-a-week view of, hey, what's going on with the people that I know? How much are they losing their minds? I went on there and I see a bunch of gals saying, Galentines, and it's like, ugh. 
that's another red flag for guys. If you see a chick who puts out a Galentine's post on Instagram, I hope you're not on Instagram to begin with, but if you make the unfortunate mistake of going on there or you did about a week ago and you saw a post of some gal that you were really hoping was the one and she was with a bunch of her pals just aging like milk, getting tanked, be like, happy Galentine's, don't need no man. It's like, listen, ladies, you're not fooling anyone. Okay, I need to go back to red flags for females. What are other red flags? The dude has no ambition. If you talk with a fella and like, so what do you want to do in this world? And if he doesn't lay it out, I hope to have seven children and run my own business. And you shouldn't look for that specifically because that's going to be a rare, high-integrity individual, an A-plus guy. It's a rare breed. I look to own my own business and have seven children. Boy, they don't make them like that anymore, right? Too many dudes being sidelined by distractions. The entertainment industrial complex, right? Dudes just dropping out of life. But then again, we can get into a whole different story, right? About why gals are like, ah, I can't find a suitable partner. And it's like, well, gals, you have an inflated sense of self and you're not as terrific as you think you are. I'm hearing this from Kyle who went on the apps. He went on the dating apps. And he's like, geez, all these chicks who are really average sure think they're tens. And what do I say to him? I say, that stinks, huh? That was about all I had to offer Kyle when it came to the dating scene. Gals are saying, I can't find a guy on my level. There's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. Why is that? A, a lot of dudes don't have ambition. They've been distracted their entire lives and they are perfectly content to eat Cheerios, smoke weed, watch Rick and Morty, and J.O. like all day, okay? That's not necessarily their fault, but eventually you kind of got to pay attention and be like, whoa, I'm being encouraged to be a complete piece of garbage. Maybe I should do some push-ups and set myself right. Also, ladies, the reason you can't find guys on your level, like I said earlier, your standards are too high and your sense of self is warped. That's not necessarily all your fault either, though. You have been spoon-fed the yay women, chicks can do no wrong, it's always somebody else's fault, just liveyourtruth.net. That's not true. There can be a lot of bad calls that are made. Ladies are saying, guys don't make enough money. It's like, well, if you're having trouble finding a dude who can support you, on a single income stream, then you should probably have the stance of feverish anti-immigration driving down wages for both high and low skilled work. You should probably be really anti-immigration. Also, you might want to sub yourself out of the labor market. Oof, this is unpopular, right? Let's just lay this out. Real easy, real easy. 
for the gals who are like, guys don't make enough money. They're not on my level. And it's like, take it easy, Katrina. I know Colgate compensates you pretty well. Good comp plan out of Colgate. But just listen for a second. Listen for a second. Labor force participation in the United States. What do we have? Like 62, maybe 63 million participating in the labor force. So you double that. What's that going to do to wages? Right. It's going to cut it in half. So if you cut the labor force in half, what's that going to do? It's going to double wages. Boom. Gotcha. So ladies, if you want to find guys who are economically on your level, drop out of the workforce and start marching on building the wall. You'll find dudes who are just making stacks of cash. If you curtail immigration and convince other ladies to drop out of the workforce in mass. Wow. Unpopular take, but that is, in fact, a way to find dudes who have more scratch. Other red flags. Ladies, I'm going to keep giving it to you. A guy who doesn't love and respect his mother, get out. Run as fast as your four times a week toned yoga legs will allow, right? And I know I'm saying ladies, but I'm really not talking to the ladies listening to the Darby cast. I'm talking to your train wreck friends who are still having paint and wine nights at 34, hoping that the right guy is just going to step into their lives and pick up their luggage. Baggage, right? That's a big whodunit. I haven't said that in a couple episodes. I don't think. Big whodunit? Yeah. Kyle, are you taking notes on this? How to immediately weed people out of your dating prospects? Some people right now, some Darby cast doctors are asking themselves, let me just preemptively head you off at the pass that is your question. Why aren't people just going to church to find that high ethics partner? And honestly, I don't know. That is a great way to do it. You can almost guarantee that you're going to find somebody who loves their family and doesn't get tanked all the time, who isn't trying to build a social media following, who doesn't own 47 and a half cats. That's right, keeping a half cat who died. Taxidermy, optional. You're just keeping a rotting dead cat in the apartment. That's not somebody that you want to date. A lot of people are doing the app dating. And boy, what a disaster that is. You can almost guarantee that the people with whom you match on an app are going to be not the one. Sure. You might find that one rare individual who loves to cook and play board games with small groups of friends and have half a glass of wine and then go to bed at 10.30. You may find that person, but chances are you're going to find somebody who's a serial dater, who is hopelessly trying to find love using a slot machine of dating. Those apps really warp the brain, don't they, Kyle? That's why you had to get off. You noticed you were going insane, right? Let me tell you a little story. I know I'm bouncing all over the place, per usual, but boy, is this a riveting Darby cast. You're just getting a lot of insight into what's going on in the world. Because I'm going to be honest with you, there's nothing more beautiful than love. Called out. 
called out. It's important that we know that. Man and woman, together in harmony, unity. One is supplemental to the other. Beautiful, just great. Love is what makes the world go round. Kyle, are you kidding? Outside of the studio, there's a chainsaw ripping right now? Kyle, go tell those workers that I am laying out the foundations for relational success. This is a nightmare, Kyle. This is my nightmare. Right as I'm about to give the Darby Cast doctors the keys to the kingdom on what it means to find love and find somebody who's in it to win it, who understands that time is precious and so are chance encounters with somebody you meet on an evening walk. You look them in the eye and you say, whoa, where did you come from? Where's that, right? Let's get back to updating and talk about how terrible it is and what it does to the brain. Okay, so Kyle, shut that guy's chainsaw off right now. I mean, as much as I appreciate that that guy's putting in the work, not now. I need this to work, okay? So what does updating do to the brain? Kyle, I told you this, and you didn't believe me at first, and then you noticed that you were having more fun swiping than you were actually going out on dates. So Kyle knows this gal. She's like a seven, an objective seven, maybe a 7.3, because we rate on an academic scale, not a numerical scale, where a 7.5 is a C, a five is an F, okay? So she's like a 7.3. She had the app Bumble. She put her radius to 20 miles and had 30,000 potential matches. What does that do to a person's brain? thinking that you have 30,000 potential suitors. And mind you, this chick had a bastard child and was a complete train wreck. Of course, she didn't show that in her profile because she didn't want to turn off potential suitors. But it's like, okay, so a below average gal has 30,000 potential matches. That's really got a mess of brain up, right? Kyle, if you can't edit out the chainsaw going off right now, this whole episode will be ruined. So you better tell that guy, shut it all the way down, at least for another 10, 15 minutes, okay? However long this takes. Legitimately, let me tell you, you've probably got about three to five chances in this world of finding that special person who's dialed in who knows how to tune out the distractions of the world, who knows how to look at a picture of Fauci and not lose their mind, who knows how to hear a Joe Biden speech, pressure, whatever it was he said that one time. What was he saying? I wish I could go back and find that speech where he said, pressure. There were chicks who lost their mind over that, and they're like, wow, I got to find a guy like Biden. And it's like, yeah, more power to you. You're 38 and that's, yeah, good for you. Pursue guys like Biden.biz. But yeah, the apps. Every time you swipe, you get a little notification when you get a match. That's like a slot machine. Same input, like pulling the lever. And then every once in a while, ding, 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 bingo. And then you feel good. You feel validated. And you're like, wow, this person thinks I'm hot. We would go out on a date. 
But then you go out on a couple dates and you realize that the people that you're dating are complete letdowns. So you go back to the well. You go back to swiping. And you get horribly disappointed every time. And you're tired of dressing up and putting your best foot forward going out on these dates because you're going on a lot of them. There's no magic. There's no enchantment anymore. So you just kind of keep going on these dates. You realize this is terrible, but you know what feels good? The validation and the weird little animation that comes from a match. So I'm just going to do that. So then you got people swiping, 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 having these little conversations, maybe after they match. All of that info is being data mined, packaged and sold. And then all of a sudden, the ads that these people on the dating apps are seeing are so targeted, it's eerie. And then their wallets are getting thinner because they're spending so much money on ads that are just lethally targeted straight for them. Do you see how this goes? Anybody who's done app dating is probably saying to themselves right now, like, damn it, this happened to me. I got caught up in the swipe game, and then all these targeted ads came in hot, and boy, did I start spending money on crap that I didn't really need, but it sounded pretty nice. Yeah, that's how those apps work. Terrible, terrible. And the apps have been around for a while, have they not? So there's a lot of mechanics on there that are still single for a reason. People who go on there, guys who are like, I could really masturbate with a random's vagina. Or some gal would be like, I could use a real life guy as a dildo. That's what they're doing. They're sex addicts, incapable of emotional intimacy. They've gone through the motions too many times. And maybe they were doomed to failure to begin with because maybe the guys hated their moms or the girls resented their fathers. And it's like, wow, talk about a bad time. Ladies, if you hate your dad, stay in HR, work for Colgate. Sub yourself out of the dating pool. That's fine by anybody. Honestly, nobody's going to put up a fight for that. And you kind of feel bad for those gals because it's like, ah, you really, uh, you get the short end of the stick on dads. But then again, dads had a rough go of it. Tech really creeped up on dads of the past generation. They didn't really know what was going on. And then all of a sudden their daughters turned into these half prostitutes and they're like, what do I do? And then some dads tried to sit their daughters down and say, Katrina, quit dressing like a whore. And then they were like, you don't know anything, dad. And then, you know, some guys, they were out in the dating scene and they were like, man, I love these train wrecks with tattoos, these chicks who are over 28 and I hate my mom. And it's like, oh. Goodness gracious, you're not going to work out either, are you? A great way, here's a red flag for you guys and gals. If somebody's been on the dating apps, run, run. Maybe they made a mistake and they got peer pressured into making a profile. But oftentimes you get that story and you know in your gut that it's a total lie. That It's just somebody who is hurting real bad and looking for love, but they'll never be able to achieve it because they've been corrupted for most of their life by technology and terrible relationships with their parents. Who do you blame in this whole thing? Some of you are asking. Well, there's plenty of 
directions you could point your fingers in. But ultimately, if any of these things kind of sound like you, listen, I made it out, okay? I thought all these things were cool back in my 20s. I was like, oh, dating scene, like, let's check it out. Oh, that chick drinks a little much. She's a little fun. I'm like, ah, that chick hates her dad. Maybe he's just a bummer, but she's probably great. I know Kyle is still in that space. I figured that out pretty quick. Or it's like, oh, you don't know who your dad is? Yeah, I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. Love is an investment. Love is Shark Tank. You say, I'm out. I'm out. Or I'm all in. Wow. And at this point, I'm rambling. But here's what I'll tell you. We can get more into the dating scene. We can. But it's not going to be very popular, the things that I say. It's actually going to be markedly unpopular. And there's going to be people who listen to it. They're going to say, that's bullshit. And that may be true, but it's not wrong. It's going to be some upsetting information, but it's not wrong. So ladies, if you're on the cusp of 28 and you're in a professional career that you just hate, drop out of the workforce. Get the hell out of there. Learn to bake. Stop drinking. Call your dad. Guys, if you are on a path of video game playing and you're over 24, you're smoking too much reefer, you're eating Fruit Loops, cut it out. Guys and gals, if you're watching a show with a laugh track, hang it up. Get the hell out. You should never date because you are a meat robot. And I don't want any Darby Cast doctors dating meat robots. Whether you're a guy or a gal, I don't want you dating a meat robot. Because meat robots, they malfunction all the time. And that malfunction is going to cost you a whole lot. More than you can afford to lose. Right now, some of you are crying in your palms and saying like, I dated a meat robot. And the meat robot took too much from me. And it's like, well, now you know. Don't date meat robots. Don't date serial daters who are on apps. Why? Because they don't have the ability to love. It's been snuffed out of them. And as bad as we feel for those people, it's not your responsibility to bring them back into the plane of the living. The only thing that you can ever hope to do with those people is give them the link to DarbyCast and be like, you're going to want to go ahead and listen to the DarbyCast from episode one on, and maybe, just maybe, you will be programmed, meet robot, into being sentient. You might learn how to feel. You might regain what some in the medical field like to call a pulse. Okay? That's it. Guys and gals, DarbyCast doctors, don't waste your time in this crazy world. Step away from the nonsense and step into love. Guys, here's what I got to say to you. Meet ladies in public. Don't meet them on apps. You're setting yourself up for failure. And you know how much gals are just begging to be approached in person? Oh, yeah. They want to be able to tell their girlfriends a story about how you, Adam, showed up in a huge way that you were walking 
outside of the grocery store and you saw a gal from afar and you walked straight up to her and said, geez, you look healthy. What do you eat? And then you hit it off. Then Adam said to Danielle, said, let's go get a coffee. You seem not so much like a meat robot. And Danielle would say, what does that mean? You say, well, I've got some things to tell you about how difficult love is in this world and how much technology and terrible parenting is getting in the way. But I want to do this right. I want to wine and dine you, but not too much wine. Okay? Let's go eat some garlic bread, not worry about each other's breath. Let's dance appropriately with skill. Let me twirl you, Danielle. Let me give you a dip. Then one day we combine forces, holy matrimony. I start my own business and we have seven kids. Prepare yourself, babe. You're going to be pregnant for a decade and you're going to love it. You know how nice that sounds to a lot of ladies? Outside the grocery store, approach game. Adam, if your name is Adam, here is your ticket to success. Or here's what it would have been had the world not descended into utter fouchdom, synonymous with really fucky. We're in a state of perpetual fouchdom. But to vault over the valley of fouch, here's what you do. You find that special gal who doesn't look dehydrated, who knows how to take care of herself, who is under the age of 28. And you say, I'm tired of wasting time with morons with too many tattoos and they hate their dad. You know how refreshing that's going to be for Danielle to hear that, to be like, what, you're choosing me? And then you say to Danielle, like, we're going to date for as long as it takes for me to understand your spirit. And when I do, we're going to walk down the aisle and everyone's going to cheer for us because they know that we're doing the right thing. And that's love for you. Kyle, are you taking notes? Are you still taking notes? There are so many key nuggets for relational success in this. Almost too many key call-outs. But if you're trying to date the way the world's telling you to date right now, boy, are you going to crash and burn. Thomas, the tank engine, murder mystery, whodunit, technology, and crap parenting. Sometimes that crap parenting, fueled by technology, devastating. So go out there. If you're single, if you are single in this crazy world, take some chances, but do it the right way. Do it in person. Go for a walk. Ladies, go for a walk. Guys, go for a walk. And you're going to find that special someone. You're going to combine forces. Kyle, I haven't heard that chainsaw in a while. Did you go out there when I wasn't looking? Good job, Kyle. But that's going to do it for DarbyCast. We'll be back. What do we call this episode? Maybe we call it Red Flags. Maybe we just call it Red Flags. There are a lot. And let me remind you, these flags are not set in stone. You don't set yourself up for complete failure if some of these flags exist. However, your chances of relational success go down to a level that is just appalling. But that'll do it. Darby cast.